Welcome to Hour of Devastation, the weekly Magic the Cavern podcast where we talk all things Magic the Cavern. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neill. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam? I'm doing pretty well, thanks. Good, good. I'm having a, I'm having a good time. Nice. It's been snowing. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, it, uh, okay, I guess when you ask me about how I've been, I'll get onto my weather in a bit, but yeah. Glad you've enjoyed the yeah. snow. We had two days worth of snow. It's nice. It's, this is like the earliest in the year I think I've ever seen it snow. Yeah. Well, I suppose the latest in the year, right? Because it's, it, normally it's like January, February. Yeah, yeah. And it's snowing in November. Is, uh, yeah, I've been having a great time. I love the snow. It's my favourite kind of weather. Um, walking around, everything looks less shit than it normally <laughs> does. It makes anywhere look kind of nice. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, been, that's been nice. Uh, I played some Pioneer. Oh, cool. That was nice. We had a six-person Pioneer FNM. Nice. It was good. The format's really fun. I was playing Soul Tide Traverse because it's the closest I can get to casting Grinson's in Pioneer. <laughs> um, and it was really fun. It was just, like, the games were fun. People seemed to really enjoy the format. I played against four different decks that were all various um, different kind of... So there was, like, Winota. There was a red-green stumpy kind of thing. Blue Red Delver, that was pretty sweet. Nice. And then uh, Bant Taxes. Oh, it was Thalia Spell Quiller and Collect Company. Yeah, it seems cool. It seems cool. I, I think the format just looks fantastic. I haven't played it for the longest time, not since Inverter was legal, but uh, yeah, I think the format does look like it's in a really cool place at the moment. Yeah, it was just really fun. I just had a lot of fun playing. I don't know, everyone else seemed to as well. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was nice actually got to play an FNM for once. Thanks. <laughs> Which is a rarity. Uh, and masks are back, so that's made me feel good. Hey, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the circumstances for needing masks back isn't great, but masks are now mandatory in the UK on transport and in retail. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, this should have been you know, should, anyway. Should have been the case this entire time, but <laughs> it's nice. Um, and then they're now offering you know, vaccine booster jabs to everyone. Yeah. Over eighteen, so that's cool. It's, it's I don't know. I hate the government, but it's nice when they make decisions that are vaguely in the interest of the population. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's the least they can do, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I've come to expect because you know, I'm sure most people know my uh, other opinions on them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, someone somewhere's listened to science, so that's good <laughs> and promising, I guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm in generally a good mood. Good. Oh, that's good. Good Con- to hear. Considering the general state of affairs, it's pretty nice. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm all right. I think. Um, went down to London for work the other day, which was again nice. strange. I keep leaving the house and going like the furthest place possible. But <laughs> uh, yeah, London was terrifying. Nobody wearing masks anywhere. Uh-huh. No one on yep. the tube wearing. Like the only person on the tube wearing wearing a mask. Like truly, yeah, truly bizarre. Did you not? Did you not see uh, Piers Corbin's song? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I did, <laughs> unfortunately. That was a fun part of the weekend, seeing that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, COVID's over, man. It's, it's, it's stop being controlled by a small piece of cloth on your face. Yeah. It was uh, certainly an experience. And then, he said, we've got snow, we have snow in the northeast as well, but it's been horrendous here. I've never seen weather like it. I've seen the storm hit really badly where I am. Uh, I've I've never seen so much devastation caused by the wind before, so it was uh, 
it was a bit of an eye-opener. I think I got quite lucky. Um, we had like a quarter of a million houses without power, um, and some still do are without power at the moment. Um, like, just destruction everywhere. There's trees, trees were uprooted all over the streets. My neighbour's roof blew off and is like in the middle of the road. Like, there's still a bunch of streets around mine that are closed Jesus. that you can't drive down. It's been... <laughs> It's been horrendous, but thankfully, like, the worst that happened to me was, like, my recycling bin blew down the end of the yard, so somehow, somehow I managed to be really lucky. And I was just going on about how pretty the snow was. Yeah, well, yeah like, I usually, I usually love the snow, but, like, yeah, it was, like, it's been bad. full-on, like, actual destruction caused by the storm, yeah. That sucks. That sucks very much. Yeah. It's, uh... Well, at least you're fine, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely, no. I've been been very lucky, definitely, and it's been quite nice sort of seeing the community come together a bit to help me traverse, which has definitely not been the case over the past eighteen months or however long it's been. So it's nice to see, nice to see people actually actually doing something good for once. But yeah, uh, besides that, I'm all good. Despite everything, I'm all good. Good. Are you ready to get extremely angry oh, about yes. children's card games? Oh yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I haven't played any Magic at all, I think, since the last time we spoke. I think because they've just been so, so busy uh, with work things and traveling and all that. But I thought it was probably going to be a bit of a quiet week. And then out of the blue, we got some, some previews for Unfinity, the, uh, the new Unset, which is set to release next year on April Fool's Day, which... I, I kind of love that to be honest. Um, I, I guess my history with run sets. Uh, I absolutely love unsets. I have loved unsets in the past. Uh, I have a silver bordered cube, which is is one of every silver bordered card that has been printed, um, except some of the holiday promos I'm missing. Uh, I, I just love it. It's fun. It's silly. It exists in silver bordered, so it's nice and easy to separate from the rest of Magic. And yeah, I just love it. Absolutely love it. Not anymore, fucker. Yeah, we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. How do you how do you feel about sort of silver border magic in general? Is is it something that you've enjoyed in the past, or is it just not for uh, you? I know it's quite a quite a marmite thing for some people. Yeah, it's very much not for me. Um, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if people you know people love it, and I think I think some you know some of it's funny, some of it's cute, and like I like that aspect of magic. Um, you know the jokes and the silly cards and stuff. I appreciate it, but I don't really understand the point. Is my thing really? Yeah, it's like I think... magic's fun and cool enough. I don't know why we need to have the uh, the funny wacky sets. Yeah, I think just because like they they allow I guess <laughs> before fire design uh, they allowed mm-hmm. to just like allowed this this whole creative space where like there were no constrictions. Like as as long as something was physically possible. You could you could do it. You could put it into a magic card. It could be used as as a space to sort of play test like interesting designs or mechanics or things that they generally just couldn't really get away with in in Black Border or bring back sort of things that they've done in the past like flipping cards and like dexterity cards and stuff, stuff like dice rolling. It was a way to like experiment with things in a cool, fun way. Which yeah, the jokes did not land for everybody, but. I, I I liked it. I really really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I think since the last one, Unstable, uh, Magic has changed quite a lot, and we got some we got some big big announcements. I guess in the the announcement today, 
but I guess we should go over the uh, the things which are returning, which are the same, uh, and that's lands. So every pack will contain uh, either a basic land or a shock land, a nice borderless shock land. So the basic lands this time are full art, like they have been in all of the unsets. Uh, we've got two cycles of them this time, so we have one which are being called the planetary, basic lands. Um, I hate the word spacic, I really, really do. But I'm sure some people love them, so it's fine. Uh, I think the art on these is just really cool. So uh, Adam Paquette's done them all this time, so not John Avon for once, so that's, that's quite interesting. We've got a change here. Uh, we have the planetary spacic lands, which are a view as if you are sort of on the planet, sort of looking out across the landscape like you would your sort of traditional full art basic lands. And then we also have the orbital spacic lands, which is a view of planets from orbit, and these look absolutely incredible. Uh, they don't look like anything we've, <laughs> we've seen before in terms of magic cards. Uh, and, and I mean, that's the, the phrase, isn't it, recently? But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think these are amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, like the mountain and the plains, I think specifically, are fantastic. Uh, I might even just get a load of these mountains and run them as mountains whenever I play mountains in a deck, I guess. Uh, these are incredible. What, what do you make of these? They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I st it's just like I stopped kind of caring about the stuff when they massively overdid it. Yeah. And it's generally how I feel about um, unsets in general. So it was cool and then they just kept doing it and I don't really see the point anymore. Like, the first time I saw the silver border cards, I was like, oh, that's fun, that's cute. And then it just sort of got very tired for me very quickly. But I mean, I don't want it to stop happening. Yeah, oh, <laughs> just definitely. don't. I, I just, it's, it's the first, the very first example I experienced of like, oh, this isn't for me, I don't have to care about this. Yeah. So I didn't, and then didn't complain about it on Twitter. Um, or act like I was better than someone else because I didn't enjoy the silver border match. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they look cool. I'm never going to buy them or use them or whatever. I have my um, my lands of choice. Yeah, that's it. I like yeah, like Fallout lands are, are far from being special now. Like, and and that's cool. That's fine. I'm I'm definitely all for printing as many wacky and weird and wonderful like basic lands as they as, as they want. Really, like there aren't you know the the default best lands anymore to run because there are so many different variants so you, you can just just play with whatever you want and i assume the the prices of these will be pretty cheap compared to ones that we've seen in the past in the unsets and that's cool i, I like that a lot it allows more customization more just yeah putting a unique spin on your magic deck yeah uh i'm sure people love them I say all the time where I see when I see new lands or like new special treatment lands or whatever, the, um, the, I think yeah these look cool and then I'm right oh I don't actually want to use them at all. Yeah. And I'm sure people out there will use them. I'm sure people are very excited about them, but I just don't. I find it I find it hard to be excited by them. Yeah. And most things these days. No, that's understandable. Definitely. I I do think the the orbital space lands especially are, are really cool. And maybe that's kind of like a, a glimpse of what like the 40k basics might look like. Yeah, that would be cool for sure. And it's like a proper, it's like a proper sci-fi take on, on magic, really. That we we haven't really seen to this extent. So I think yeah, it's, cool. it's, it's definitely it's definitely new, and I think that's that's cool. But it's not for me. Yeah, totally, totally fine. And then we also have the ten borderless shocklands. So again, they also have like a space theme to them as well. 
Uh, these are full art. Uh, we don't know how frequently these are going to appear in packs, but yeah, I, I think these are amazing. Oh no, we do yeah, know. We do know. Good. Sorry, they do. They're going to be one in every twenty-four booster packs in draft boosters, uh, and then one out of twenty-four in each of two slots: traditional foil and galaxy foil in collector boosters. And each draft and draft and collector booster display will come with a box topper that will include a traditional foil borderless shockland. What's the difference between the types of shockland? I think I missed that. So we have uh, regular, we have traditional foil, and we have galaxy foil. We what don't know what galaxy foil galaxy looks like yet because they haven't shown it off yet. God, oh, Christ! <laughs> if, if, what do you? Uh, Etched foil. Etched foils are nothing to go by. It'll be horrible. <laughs> I hate the etched foil cards. Uh, okay, cool. I mean, yeah, the shot the shotguns are great. Yeah, I I have been. I'm not a big fan of like the space sci-fi thing. Um, that's not really aesthetically what magic is to me. But again, fine. Uh, but I've been waiting for like a borderless shockland. And a premium shotgun that isn't illustrated by an asshole, so uh, I'm gonna buy a foil evergreen tomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think the the art on all of these are great. Uh, I I love the Godless Shrine, especially. I think Godless, Godless Shrine is fantastic. Got like breeding pool as well. Um, yeah, I I I don't know. I think I'm gonna see what the prices are like on these and what they do to the prices of the of the uh, shocklands. But I really like these and. Would definitely consider using these in in modern decks, or pioneer decks, and such. Until yeah. until of course they they print like a version that I like even more because I know they will. Like I think ultimately for me, like my end goal, and it comes to like playing cards is always like old bordered stuff. That's definitely my thing, and it can't be too long until they do like retro border like shocklands. They've already got the fetch lands, so. Maybe that's what I'll do. Just wait until they, until they print them and use them. Yeah, I can only assume that's what's coming. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I think it's all fine. I think it's all just ways of trying to make unsets marketable, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because they they drove full art, fun lands into the ground, so now you need another reason to want to actually spend money on this product. Yeah. Because we've had a, bu- a bunch of boxes of unsanctioned that have not sold. <laughs> surprisingly I mean the basic ones are never really nice like the foil ones especially yeah unsanctioned is a, is a very strange product I think yeah but like the the basics in that were really cool um, I mean yeah five of them were I think. yeah I don't know what do you mean five of them because you had the five full art ones you only got you only get one of each of the of the five full art basics but then oh, yeah, the, 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 the other ones are the squirrel ones yeah which I don't squirrel think are kind of cool yeah ish they were fine this is what That's I mean. it. Like, so they're fine. All basic lands, though. I'm like, that looks cool. I'll never use it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're for, right? They're for looking at on on mythic spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're never looking at again. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, true. It's all fine. Yeah. It's all it's all fine. It's all fine. Uh, I'm sure some people are excited about it. I'm sure this will sell f- far more poorly than Wizards of the Coast and everyone else expects it to. Um. And I'm I'm hoping the shotguns will probably sit around the same price as shotguns currently because they are a premium version, but also increasing the number of shotguns available to players is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, um, we have collector boosters this time. The last time there were shotguns in a product, there weren't collector boosters. boosters. And uh, why in the 
Why are there collector boosters, Troy? Yeah, there are collector boosters, and you who can, wants you can potentially open three shock lands in one collector booster. So, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this product? <laughs> who wanted this? Uh, well, like when they did when they did collector boosters of like Commander Legends, I was a bit like, oh, that's that's a, a tad strange. Not what I expected, but fine. Uh, but just collector boosters for unset. That's not what unset is for, right? Surely. Every set is for collecting, right? <laughs> yeah. Who has enough money to buy all these things is what I want. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who is who have they polled? Who's done their who's their market research been done on? Gamers. Gamers? <laughs> it's clearly not because people who play games te- te- tend to not have much money and want to efficiently buy things so they can play the game. Not yeah. collect, <laughs> co- collector boosters of fucking cards that aren't legal in any format. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have so many, so <laughs> many so questions strange. about this, and I love, I love Unmagic or loved Unmagic, but I have so many questions about this. So many things I'm not sure of. What I am sure of is that I do, I do like the orbital basic lands a lot. Uh, I do like the shock lands a lot. Uh, and yeah, there are collector boosters. Should we get on to the, the things that I'm not quite so sh- sure about though? Yes. So there are some big changes this time. So the things that really set Unmagic apart from regular Magic was that it was very easy to differentiate between what is an Uncard and what is a regular Magic card because of the border. So Uncards were printed in a special silver border. You look at an Uncard straight away next to a regular Magic card and you know there's something up with this card. This is like, why does this have a silver border? And then you read the card, and it's like, okay, this, this is strange. And silver bordered cards don't work within, or I guess don't have to abide by the magic rules. So the, the magic rules are specifically for cards that were printed with a black border, or cards that were printed with, with a white border. Uh, silver bordered cards got to live outside of that, and that was cool. That was cool. However, this time, they are now printing them with black borders. Just like we all asked for. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like <laughs> this at all. Bizarre. It's so strange. Like, who wanted this? What I don't was this know. Decision before? Like, sure, you get. Well, you know, we'll get to the, the the changes in specific that I guess explain the change in border, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was really easy, really a really clean way to differentiate between types of game pieces the silver border and the black border like very similar to how like you know back 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 in the past when magic was being being designed it was like oh well each expansion will have a different color a different color back so you'll know what expansion this is from or yeah like so many so many nice clear visual indicators to differentiate between things but that's all gone now so that's strange well we're talking about visual indicators can we talk about the in the stride, Midnight Hunt and Crimson Valley. Yeah, go for it, go for it. I mean, that's that's part of the same, I don't know, a similar issue, I guess, that they just don't consider the practicality of actually playing this game and just want to print stuff that looks cool yeah. or looks in the, in the way that they want to look. And the, the, the basic the basic lands from the two latest in the stride sets, you just can't tell them apart because they're all black and white and they don't. the colour border is so thin and is reflective as well, so sometimes it just shines white light that you can't tell the difference. And I think that's that's the same thing that's informing their decision here. Yeah. 
it's just trying to make things look a certain way that's just like aesthetically pleasing rather than make things obvious to the people that are trying to play the game so it's like, it's like with, the, with the oldest border right you're talking about retro borders yeah it's so obvious what color every card is yeah yeah that's because true because it's just big slabs of color and blue cards are so blue red cards are so red and when you go to like the the eighth edition border it's slightly less clear um but there's still that focus on like everything has to be readable everything has to make sense to everyone who's possibly looking at this and that that was true of silver bordered magic yeah that's everything true. is very clearly defined uh, this is part of this and this is what this is this is what this represents we have clear defined rules that are very easy to see like from across a table and that's the most most important thing and now it's just like everything just looks sort of wishy-washy and the same and this is true of like borderless cards extended border cards treatments of cards universes beyond cards everything just looks kind of like weirdly different and like you can't tell what anything is. Yeah, and I think this is part of this is a, a problem born from the same philosophy. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it, it it definitely comes from, from, I guess, I don't know, like adding like a new archetype to who they're designing magic cards for, and I think that archetype is the collector. I think rather than you know, oh, this card is designed for, for Johnny or or Timmy or Spike. We also have yeah. this card is designed for the collector. Yeah, because I guess you had Vorthos, right? Yeah, yeah. That was like the person that cared about the law, but they were still very much a player of the game. Yeah, but now you have somebody who cares about how the card looks and what is yeah. you know, what's the cool bling version of the card. It's all just about collecting, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, about definitely so. The cards more than it's about playing with the cards. Yeah, which is is is, is fair enough, but I think if you're going to do that, do it like we've seen with basic lands, just making a massive abundance of things. Yeah. Make sure just... there is a version that like <laughs> looks and behaves like a magic card, as well as all of these versions that don't. I'm just thinking that's the thing. Like everything looks so different now, and everything is so weird. It's like, is it extremely confusing for people getting into the game today to understand what the fuck is going on at any given moment? I mean, probably. I, I, I found it incredibly confusing when I was first getting into the game, and there was, like, nothing back then. Like, the yeah, first, FN, like... first FNMA turned up to all of my basic lands were snow-covered basics. I didn't know I couldn't play those. I didn't know they weren't legal and standard. And then, like... You know, and that was that yeah. was that wasn't even that long ago. It was like Return to Ravnica time ish, and now like you can turn up know. with like you know your opponent might be playing like a, a card that's written completely in Phyrexian. Like, yeah, well that's that's part of my point. Like the game must be so hard to understand now because you've yeah. got like you've got the original borders of cards. You've got the eighth edition border of cards. You've got the M fifteen border of cards. You've got extended art. You've got borderless. You've got all these different treatments showcase so frames and stuff yeah showcase frames arts with different stylings like the black and white ones from the Innistrad sets for example yeah um, and like different things you've got all the secret layers some of which literally don't look like Magic the Gathering cards or cards of any kind of game um, you've got like all the expeditions and the masterpiece series and all the stuff like that which looks quite strange so it must be a nightmare to try and play Magic yeah. <laughs> to try and start playing Magic in, in this like in 2021. And now you've got Unfinity, which are black-bordered cards that look like cards that you get out of like a Commander Legends booster pack. Yeah, which are like... But aren't that, legal in Commander. <laughs> but they look exactly like all the cards that you're used to seeing yeah. that should be legal everywhere. Yeah. 
I mean, we'll get on to just briefly cover that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I guess that's again one of the the other new changes that we're getting this time is that not only are all of the cards blackboarded in the set, uh, we have some cards that are going to be legal in eternal formats, so Legacy Vintage Commander, uh, as well as your usual uncards that won't be legal in those formats. Uh, they've the way this time that they're differentiating between the cards rather than having a different colour border is that they've changed the holofoil so the holofoil stamp on eternal cards we'll refer to them uh, so cards that are legal in legacy vintage and commander uh, will have like the the holofoil stamp that you just see on any standard magic the gathering card that you would open in a standard booster pack um, like the oval shaped one and then the rest of them, so the uncards, the cards that aren't legal in those formats, which previously would have had a silver border but now have a black border, uh, instead of a silver border they now have a holofoil that is in the shape of an acorn. So we are calling those the acorn cards. We'll get onto the acorn in a bit, but yeah, we have some cards that are legal in, in Legacy, Vintage and Commander, and some cards which that I don't. I'm fine with. When yeah. I first heard that, and I heard that you were angry about it, or like not angry. Well, you know. yeah, no, I, I'm not. I've never had an issue with with that per se. I think so. For me, I've always been very much a proponent. Like in terms of commander, like legacy and vintage, I guess are one thing. But in terms of commander, like I've always been the proponent proponent of like play silver boarded cards. If your play group says that's fine, play silver border cards. They're fun and cool and allow for interesting yeah. gameplay. Just speak to your friends and say, hey, I want to play this, is that fine? So, uh, yeah, I'm all for unsets or uncards containing cards that can be played in, in eternal formats, I guess, but... Yeah, my my point was that so when all this was dropping, I was driving home from work, Yeah. And all that I understood was that there would <clears throat> was that there would be eternal legal cards in the unboosted packs. Yeah. And then I saw people getting like upset or annoyed or confused by it, and I was like, no, this is fine. If there are silver border cards next to black border cards, that's fine because they're easy to differentiate. <laughs> it's just a way to introduce new cards. It's a way to make the unsets more marketable, right? Because you can sell them to actual people who care about wanting to own real magic cards. Yeah, definitely. Aren't just silly nonsense. And I was like, why are people against this? This seems like a good idea. And then I heard when I finally got home that they were black bordered and that's stupid because <laughs> black border cards they've set a precedent over when did I should have looked this up um, but you know, whenever Unglued came out 2001 2002 whatever since then so for 20 years or so they've set a precedent that silver border cards are a very different thing from Magic the Gathering 1998 1998 sure yeah. exactly so 23 years so but they've set a precedent that this is what silver border magic is. So this yeah. is what silver border cards are. They're funny, silly. They make funny jokes that are slightly funnier than the jokes that already on magic cards, and they're their own thing. They're not legal in any kind of form, but they're a fun, a fun thing you can you can do when magic isn't fun enough, <laughs> I guess. Um, and now they're just completely changing it to make it black border and like I don't mind them changing it if they found a better way to do it. But this seems like a bizarre way. Yeah. And the only way that you differentiate between legal and illegal cards and that's, again this is going to affect new players because I've played against someone in FNM who played a silver border card in modern and didn't know that it wasn't legal and like that's one thing in itself but you can easily explain that right if it has a silver border it's not legal easy it just seems like a power move to me like I just play silver border cards and stare yeah, your phone right in the eye like, 
They played selfie preservation, you know, the one that searched for a land with a forest in it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's, oh, like, that's you know, what a strange one to play as well. Like, it's just rampant growth. It's yeah. rampant growth, but they, the the land has to have a picture of a forest on it. A picture of a tree, sorry. Yeah. Um, Does Valken and... have trees? Like, what? what... <laughs> no. I guess no it's, what a basic, could... it's a basic land. A basic land with yeah. a, with a, a tree yeah. in the art. But um, but it's easy, easy easy to explain that, right? Yeah, yeah. You can only play black bordered cards. And that's so easy. That's so simple with these silly products. You can't play silver borders, you're gonna be black borders. But now everything's black bordered. And so I have my issue with that because it's very it's it's a lot more difficult to explain to people what's different <laughs> about these cards. Yeah. And second of all, d- d- differentiating it with an acorn. Yeah. So you're changing the hollow foil, which isn't very obvious. Um it's not a thing that you you're looking at very much. Yeah, frequently suffers from quality control issues anyway. Oh uh, yep, that's gonna cause some issues. Um, and blackboarded cards. This is the thing I would refer to blackboarded cards as. Like when I talk about legal magic cards, I talk about blackboarded cards. That's yeah. just the default I go to. I guess I can't say that anymore. I don't have to change. Like I have to say mana value now. Um, but the the hollow stamp has been different shapes. It's been quite a few different shapes. The universes beyond cards have triangles. Yep. And they're legal. So the different. So that's the thing. Like the different shape. Well, the the planeswalker. Spell books have got yeah, circles. Yeah, that's what I was like, about yeah. to go on to. So, so like the different shape doesn't imply lack of legality. Yeah. You have to learn this specific shape. Doesn't mean that it's not like oh, this isn't an oval, it's, therefore it's not legal. It's, yeah, you have to learn like yeah. The, so the, the holofoil is essentially like another set symbol, really. Yeah. So the universe beyond have triangles. The uh, signature spell books have. I can't remember what the shape is, but I think they each have a different shape, like the Gideon J's. Yeah, they do. I think a different yeah. shape. And then the um, the showcase versions from. Core Twenty One, like the Planeswalker ones, yeah, like, uh, like Chandra's something or other has a circle. <laughs> like the showcase Planeswalkers from M Twenty One have circles instead instead of the oval, so that's a different shape again. So the differentiation of of hollow foils doesn't mean I just thought oh that's just a different shape because it's cool, but now it has to mean something. So, but it's an acorn. So that's what that's. You have to look at the hollow foil. You have to notice it's a different shape, and you have to notice it's specifically an acorn. I just think that's bizarre. Why is that the way that we're doing this when we had a perfect system? Yeah. And yeah. you can release a product that has, if you want to put black bordered legal legacy vintage commander cards in your set because you're clearly not adding enough cards to commander at this point, um, between all your other bloody products, but. Why can't you just release a booster pack that has both silver and black bordered cards in it? Yeah, you can draft in the same. You you draft each card, and you can play the black border cards in your draft. But then after you finish the game, you put the silver border ones in the bin, and you keep the black bordered ones. Why does it have to be? Why does the differentiation have to be the hollow stamp? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, understand. Yeah, why not just put like, like one black bordered card in every pack, and then that can yeah, have its own rarity half within half, that. It and, yeah. If you want this to be like your silly like battle bond esque set, where it's a little bit a little bit more fun and interesting and have like cooler characters, then just make them half black border. Yeah. Like half the cards in a booster pack are are black bordered, and they're the ones that. And like, then you could have like like mechanics play a player around with that as well. Like if exactly. you, if all of, if you if your deck only contains silver bordered cards, start with this card in your hand, or like if your deck. Yeah, like this card gets plus one plus one for each black border card on the battlefield. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it, like I just don't understand. I like you know I'm sure I'll not care about this at all in like three weeks time. But I've totally forgotten and I'm massively overreacting. I just it, this this one thing is just so strange to me. You already had this 
this rule and this system that worked well yeah um and made sense to everyone and i don't care about the fact that you're releasing commander legal and vintage legal cards in your stupid fun goblin does a fart set like that's totally fine i have no issue with that i have no issue with any of the cards in the set it's the specific fact that you're differentiating cards that are not legal and cards that are legal with an acorn yeah that's it had a system to do that I wouldn't even care if if they wanted to do the acorn hollow stamp rather than your your over one. Go ahead and do that. That'd I think cool, I think it? yeah, that's fine. It's, it's changing the border color is the thing that's like actually upset me as somebody who owns a silver bordered cube. The whole intention behind that being oh, it's going to be a silver bordered cube. There's going to be one of every uncard in there. I I wouldn't feel right putting these cards in that cube because they're not silver bordered cards. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I guess the differentiation now is not between black borders and silver borders. It's between un and not un, <laughs> which is a much more like ethereal, nuanced difference to understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just this physically looks different from this. Very obviously, therefore, it is different. That's good. I like that. That works. This has a different stamp. Doesn't make sense because there are cards with different stamps that are just as legal as cards with the original stamp. Yeah. And cards without stamps. <laughs> Because old cards exist. I don't know, I just don't know who this is for. Like, yeah, who, who I wanted really this? Don't know. I, I don't know. Like I say, as somebody who was a big fan of, of own cards, I kind of don't like this because they got rid of the, the, the cool silver border that was you know unique to own cards. And it just, to me, it just feels like another like battle bond, but slightly wackier. And I mean, that's fine, but it just it just doesn't feel like it should be an unset maybe because it's missing what you know the key thing that made uncards uncards yeah, i don't just know put, just put the silver cards in with the black border cards don't make the silver cards black bordered yeah it's so yeah. strange maybe we're wrong and this will be like the best selling unset ever and one of the best selling supplementary products ever and we're just completely wrong but it i mean it not. has <laughs> it has collector boosters where you can open three shock lands and one what? booster like it's this is going to be this is going to be selling like like there's no tomorrow like well, I guess like there, if there are like good commander cards in this set, which I assume there will be, um, yeah. Then so that's I guess this exists. I guess that's the other thing as well. So yes, all of the cards in the packs are black border now, but that doesn't mean that they're all legal in commander. So obviously they're not. It's only uh, only the ones with the the oval, I guess, regular uh, hollow foil stamp are legal in legacy vintage and commander. Uh, the commander rules committee have put out a statement saying that that. Un cards, so cards from this set that have the acorn stamp will not be legal in Commander. So why why are and these black bordered? That's completely that's the thing. It's like, like you can just the rule that silver border cards aren't legal in any format has stood forever, right? Yeah. Um. What? And now we have to make a specific announcement, being like, oh, you can't play these cards specifically because they look different. And people are going to turn up and they're going to buy these uncards for the commander decks and want to play them and then I'm going to be an asshole and be like no you can't play that and then punch them in the face because they've got something wrong um, it's just going to cause a lot of confusion and, and, and annoyance and I don't understand why we've done this yeah because there are some cards that like some of the cards that are going to be legal in, in commander or whatever look like fun silly cards they're not just all like very serious cards in amongst the like I said goblin fart set like it's just it the, they thematically and aesthetically fit with the rest of the cards, and it, it, it's 
<laughs> difficult and annoying to differentiate between the two. Yeah, I just it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like re like reading, reading it. Like if it, if they'd made them silver bordered, then I think it would be it'd just be a lot easier to, to grok. I think so have silver bordered for your own cards, and then you can put the black border cards in as well. I think that would be absolutely fine for me. But now, like just reading the article, it's just like there are thirty legendary creatures in the set, the majority of which are two color, and over a third of which are eternal, allowing commander players a whole bunch of quirky commanders. So there are 30 legendary creatures in the set, but only at least 11 of them are actually going to be legal in Commander. Like, Actual Commanders, yeah. What's the point? Why have you, <laughs> why have you made point? 30 legendary creatures then? Yeah. I just don't I don't understand what this change was for. What does this accomplish that yeah. we hadn't already accomplished? <laughs> what's, what's the... What, how is this new? How is this... Like it's the thing, like when wizards make changes, I generally understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Like putting holofoils on cards. Okay, cool. That that makes sense to me. Um, the the borders, like the the M fifteen border, like it just makes everything look a lot cleaner. Yeah. yeah. And allows more more um more space for things like changing the font. Whatever. I understand this. Set booster packs, I hate them, but I understand why they exist and what they're good for, and and why they're good for Watsy to sell, and why, I mean, I don't think people actually buy set boosters, um, <clears throat> or like you know like them any more than they do a draft booster, but I understood it, right? Yeah. Um, I understand lots of the changes that they make. I understand why they do commander decks. I wish they wouldn't do commander decks with every set because it's a fucking nightmare. But, um. This one I just don't understand. Where's the where's the market research? Where's the data? Why have you made this decision? What's it for? How does this how is this better than just doing silver border cards? It just it doesn't We're releasing commander decks with every standard set because commander players are insatiable and they will buy cards all the time. So we're gonna make as many products available for them as possible. Yeah. Sure. I hate it, but sure. I get that. There's logic, there's explanation. I understand that and agree. <laughs> um but this is just odd. It's just bizarre and makes no sense. No, I agree. So I, I guess it how they they sort of explain this is it said that that um, so when they they were into, into design when they were designing this this unset because unsets take extra time to design because they they play around in weird mechanical spaces and there are, there are supplementary products so it, it takes them years to develop an unset which understandable fair enough. That said that while they were in design, that the Dungeons and Dragons Adventures in the Forgotten Realms set came out, and for that they decided to bring Die Rolling to to Magic the Gathering in a, in a premiere set. Um, die Rolling always been a staple of silver bordered magic, and was something that Infinity was already using in great effect in its design. So unsets had always been thought of advanced design, so testing waters for future design space and macros had always expected certain elements to move from silver border to black border. So like we we've seen with with D and D specifically, like dice rolling really got introduced to magic with Unglued back in in nineteen ninety eight. Uh, the the themes and mechanics of of Unglued, as listed on the Magic Wiki, are dice rolling and chickens. Uh, we've had both <laughs> since. Yeah. And yeah, so they said that sort of while this while the set was in development, they saw dice rolling come come to standard come to standard and see okay well 
if that's fine now, then a lot of these cards don't have to live within the confines of a silver border anymore. This is said that the, the loss of die rolling was going to be a, a big blow to unsets and Unfinity in particular because they want to use it in a way that other magic sets didn't. So what did that mean for the set? So said that made Mark Rosa look back and rethink what exactly unsets were supposed to be. And that when they were first introduced, uh, there weren't a lot of supported formats. So there was Type 1, which is Vintage, and Type 2, Standard, and Type 1.5, which is, is Legacy, essentially with those three formats. Uh, so everything that wasn't one of those formats was considered casual. And when Silver Boarded was dubbed not for tournament play, that meant for Vintage, Legacy, or Standard. Uh, but for every other format, especially casual ones. Uh, so over the years, Silver Borders slowly shifted to end up meaning not for any official format, casual or not, which flies in the face of what it was originally intended to do. So he was saying the card that hammered home from was the Sword of Dungeons and Dragons card, and the fact that that is about die rolling, it's Dungeons and Dragons specifically. Um, three reasons, it was you had to roll a 20-sided die, which is something that had never happened in Magic before. It referenced a non-Magic IP, and it made a token that was gold, so that's not an official Magic colour. So not a, not a colour you would see referenced on Blackboarded. So we only have have the five colours uh, that are referenced on Blackboarded Magic. Um, so it said that they'd already done the first two of those in a Premier set in the past year, and the last could be changed if they cared enough about it. So they figured, why not? Like why not just just change just just make unsets of work within black border magic silver bordered sets were only silver bordered because the set was silver bordered not because it couldn't work in black border so why were they making cards casual players could play and then not allowing them to play them which i i don't know i don't know if i agree with but that is the, the justification so that that's fine though why the <laughs> then why the fuck are we doing black why are we doing uncards then? Why aren't these all oh, eternal yeah. legal? Yeah. That makes no sense. What are you talking about? Because battle bond cards are I mean, I think Battle Bond is probably quite a, a good set to compare this to, given that Battle Bond Battle Bond is kind of like the sports world themed set that is set on on a on a plane where everybody goes to take part in sports games and stuff and that's that's quite silly in itself, in, t in terms of magic, and they yeah. all work fine with blackboarded. And I mean, one or two exceptions, I guess, have been fine in eternal formats. Yeah, like so. I again, whether I whether I agree or disagree with that, I understand their point. Like I was saying before, like I understand yeah. everything that you that you just you've just read off there. And if that's the decision they think they need to make, then absolutely, totally fine. Make a blackboarded unset then. So it's silly and stupid and has these mechanics that, that were confined to silver borders before. But it's just another supplementary set, like a battle bond, like a commander legends, like a conspiracy. Yeah. Fine. I have absolutely no no problem with that. Then why are there cards that aren't legal? If that's if that's your point, then why but, are there cards yeah. that aren't legal? That makes no sense. Yeah. That's that's another problem now. So like I'm not. I have no problem with you putting black border cards in the set make the whole thing black border then and, and legal in every format why are you making uncards in the same set then if, if if what all you've just said is true that you wanted to make something that was <laughs> that was fine that was un but black border and legal everywhere in commander and was a bit more fun a bit more kooky and embrace these mechanics then why the fuck have you also made cards that aren't legal in formats that makes no sense wizards please yeah i don't know yeah they said that makes precisely no sense. So they looked at uh, at every 
silver bordered card they did, every uncard they did, and put them into two piles, so the cards that could be in black border or silver bordered, and listed the reasons for the cards needing to be in silver bordered. The silver bordered cards fell into these following categories, so cards that don't work within the black border rules, an element of cards matter that black border didn't reference, so flavour text matters for example, cards that require interacting with people outside the game, cards that require a physical or vocal component, cards that reference a state external to the game, so the player able to see something from their seat for instance, uh, or cards with some effects that just don't feel right on black border. So they said that okay, over, fine. Yeah, over half the cards, uh, including one quarter of the rares and mythics, were in the black border category. And that it seemed odd to print a set where half the cards would be perfectly fine to play in casual formats, but then make it so they couldn't. So what they wanted to do was print... They wanted a way to express silver borderness that didn't require a silver border. So they decided okay, that's, instead. That's where you, that's where they've lost me. Yeah, Why? same. Instead, Why? they decided <laughs> we're going to print them with black border, so they'll they'll work within the magic rules engine, but we're going to give them a acorn stamp to show you that they're not legal in your casual formats. But everyone treats silver border <laughs> games as if they work with the magic rules engine anyway. Yeah. I understand like the, the 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 need to separate them, but it it doesn't really matter. It's like it's sort of like a philosophical separation, as opposed to like a, yeah, definitely, definitely a tangible one. Like it doesn't actually like everyone applies the the magic rules engine to silver border cards until it gets to the point where you have to high five people or whatever, and then you make the different like they then yeah. change how you feel it. But like, <sighs> but then like you you so you've changed the border to be a black border. To allow them for playing casual formats, but then you've given the Acorn Holofall stomp to indicate that it's not legal in in eternal formats. So, so, so why? Yeah, this whole, oh, this whole thing's fucking bizarre. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I hate this. <laughs> this is so silly. They've made it so because I, I, this thing, I, you just it's like you've, be... they've got rid of one thing, which was preventing players from playing them in in. In, you know, outside of unlimited, and they've brought in another thing which prevents them from being played outside of unlimited. So, this is the thing. What was the, the point? It just seems to be like the Watsi, um, just the the Watsi philosophy these days. It's just like you get ninety five percent of the way there, and completely explain your working. Whether I disagree with, like, agree with the decision. Yeah, yeah. Or, I understand the working and and their game designers and their owned by Hasbro and trying to make money for their investors um, so you know I understand it and then yeah, they yeah. suddenly just jump off the deep end and make a bizarre decision that makes absolutely no sense like it wasn't with the universe is beyond thing where it's just like okay I understand this I understand this I understand this they're legal in legacy why that was the, you know there's just this one sort of they've turned a dial too far one way and I'm just yeah. like why have you done this it's like okay I understand this I understand this I understand this I understand this why are you getting rid of the silver border though you can do all those things with a silver border still in the set. Maybe it, is it like impossible yeah, or, to, to, to collate the boosters with different printing methods? No, no, because it, it is possible. You you would just you would have to put the silver bordered and black. So let's say let's say the the reason behind this is because they want to put commander legacy and vintage cards in unpacks, which you know that is probably a good reason, a good a good chunk of the reasoning for this push. They have the technology to do that. They would have to print all of the cards, all of the black border cards on one sheet, and all the silver border cards 
on other sheets and collate them in a special way but they they can do that we've seen some wild collation things between collector boosters and set boosters uh, mystery booster we've seen so many weird and wonderful ways of collating cards so it's possible they have the technology to do these things mm-hmm. I just don't know why they haven't maybe it would have been mm-hmm. too expensive to waste on, on a sub- small supplementary product <laughs> run like this yeah maybe That'd be funny. To use the big fancy machines? I yeah. <laughs> the big fancy machine. Yeah, like I don't know. I really that. don't know. I mean, is is this is this silly? Are we like just completely ridiculous for spending half an hour talking about this stupid thing? Like, I don't think so. I I just I'm just incredibly confused. I don't understand why. Like, yeah. So if the card has an oval security stamp. It is legal in Commander Legacy and Vintage. If the card has a acorn stamp, it is not legal in and anything. also if it has if it has a triangle, it's also legal in all those formats. If it has a circle, it's also legal in all those formats. Yeah, I'm but sp- gonna... specifically this, I'm just trying to figure out like the what's what's the point. So if it has an oval, it's legal in Commander Legacy and Vintage. If it has an acorn. It's not legal in anything. Sure. What? Why? Why didn't you? Yeah. Why? Why didn't you just do silver border and black bordered? Because then you can say everything with a black border is legal in everything. Everything with a silver border is legal in nothing. Because that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Just, Please. I just don't. I don't what understand are you doing? It. So we've decided to make this change for absolutely no reason. Okay. Cool. Because I, I understand it though, we wanted we wanted to exemplify the black borderedness of them, but they're not black. You've decided that these are the cards that aren't to be legal in. So you've de- <laughs> described how the un cards you designed were remarkably similar to cards that have just been released in standard. Yeah. Cool, I understand that. Make those black border. I completely understand that. But then you wanted to make the cards that aren't like black border yeah. enough into black border to exemplify the fact that they're kind of close to black border. Is that what they're getting at? I, that makes no fucking sense. They're still not legal, so just make them a completely different colour so yeah, I can it, see them easily it, and it, don't. It, when I'm going through people trading in their own shit that they don't want, I don't accidentally list a card that's worth 2p because it's not legal anywhere when it looks like a card that could be worth 5 pounds. Like, it's just... It, yeah. Rip anybody I'm, behind bulk rares. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, this has been true for years. Yeah. Uh, of just them, Wizards just not giving a shit about anyone that... I mean, I didn't realise that them not acknowledging the secondary market also means that they want to shit on everyone that works in the secondary market. <laughs> because it, is, it has been... Since Throne of Eldraine, it has been an absolute nightmare to differentiate between different printings of Magic cards. We have like 700 different Teferi Master of Times. Yeah. And this is just another reason they just don't give a shit about people, retailers who sell their Magic cards. It's so, this is such a bizarre change. It makes no sense on any axis. That's it. Like I, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. That's what. That's Fuck. what's upsetting me. That I can't get my head around. Like, why have they done this? Like, I, I, I understand that. Like, within, <clears throat> within Wizards of the Coast, and you know specifically within the world, Mark Rose, Mark Rosewater sees silver bordered and black bordered mean two very different things, two very distinct different things, and they want to, mm-hmm. they want to move cards that could only exist in silver borders in the past into black bordered but that's different from being able to play those cards in 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 casual tournaments 
like that's a that's a different thing. Moving moving silver bordered cards into the black bordered design space is a different but thing from those from the, where those cards are legal to play or not. And that's, the thing, that's like, which is which is what they've had to bake into that with this stupid acorn stamp. Like yeah, why have like, they done this? It doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> it's like this kind of weird like definition of what casual is, right? Yeah. Silver border cards aren't casual, they're illegal. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not legal. They're illegal like, cards. Yeah, illegal like, magic cards. I don't know. Like, Avenger of Zendikar is a casual card. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Kind Slaver isn't a casual magic card. It's it's not a magic yeah. card. It's a silver bordered card that is a different thing. What are you talking about? Why are you, <laughs> why are you doing this? <laughs> Wizards, I'm so excited to I'm so know. excited to completely forget about this and not give a shit at all in two weeks' time. But. Oh no, I, this is this is this has hurt me forever. I, I can't put these cards <laughs> in my cube. These are uncards that cannot go in my uncube because they do not have a silver border. Well, that's your own little weird thing, I guess. I understand. I understand why it's upsetting because yeah. everything else is silver bordered. But yeah, it's just what is oh, what a strange strange world. We live in now, apparently. Make it make sense. Like <laughs> it doesn't. We just, just we decided doesn't. to stop doing silver borders. Why? Because we think these cards are similar because to we, black borders. Yeah. Are they black bordered? No. What? So they've yeah. got black are, borders. Are, are they, are they black bordered? Yes. Okay. Can people play them in places where they couldn't play silver bordered cards? No. No. <laughs> then what's the point? Like, why have That's you done it, it then? That's, That's it. it. Like, why have you these done are, it? These are black bordered. Can you play them when no. you would not be able to? No, you can't. So why are you <laughs> Shut up, stop asking. Yeah. <laughs> what a truly, a truly bizarre choice to make. That's the bit that, yeah, that's the bit that upsets me. Like, that's, that's which doesn't make sense. Like, why have you done it? <sighs> you can't. <laughs> so these like, are I, I would understand if it was like, oh, we wanted to make these cards legal and commander, so we've printed them in black border. They don't behave like other magic cards but hey these cards are only going to see play in commander these cards won't aren't you know any any cards from an unset that have, like why didn't they just do that just do like they're all black bordered but they've got an unexpansion symbol so they cannot be played in legacy and vintage but you can play them in commander why not just yeah, do that why not just any- like oh we're gonna have two different holofoil stamps and a thing that, that no one has ever paid attention to. Yeah. I don't... I, I really don't get it. <laughs> make it make sense, please. So they're, <laughs> so, so they're not silver-bordered. Oh, they're silver-bordered, but they have black borders. Yeah, they have black borders, so I can play them. No, they have silver borders. It's just... this. No, no, no. They're, yeah, they're not silver-bordered. They're black-bordered. They don't have a silver border, but you can't play them because there's a little acorn on it. <laughs> What, what, why? God, what a game! What yeah. a game we choose to play on purpose and spend loads of money on. They're just really trying to alienate people that love magic, aren't they? And I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to gatekeep magic and say that new players can't get into it. I'm just saying that this is. No, I, I really want new players to get into it. magic. Yeah. Magic only. I, somebody once said to me that magic is like the like the black button industry. You always need new blood, which I think is a oh, fantastic gross. analogy. Like it's gross, but it makes sense. It like, makes sense, of course. Yeah, of course you do. For magic to exist as long as it has done, you always need 
a fresh crop of new players every every set every whatever but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think I don't what, the, sure. what I is think... this this is just this is so far from yeah I'm not from sure the magic I've in love with I played this game long enough to remember when Silver Border cards exist and it's better because it's it, that was the way that we did it when I was a kid or whatever you know yeah like, this is the way we always had done it so why have you changed it I'm just like this is a, you've created a problem <laughs> out of nothing all of the all the rest of the, this set, I think, not for me. I don't really care about it, but I think it is cool. Space shocks. It's set in space. Yeah. SpaceX. That's uh, cool. That, that makes sense. Yeah. SpaceX. Oh, uh, you, we're going to print cards that are legal in in eternal formats in this set that you can play. Great. I think that's cool. It, it means people will buy the unset, which they haven't been yeah. doing for quite some time. Um, you know, like I said, the shotgun's a really good idea. It's just to put something like an actual chase thing in in this product. And then it's just like, oh, silver borders. No silver borders anymore. That's like, like, why? Okay, like, even that, like, okay, that's that's fine. I can live with that. What's Why have you done that? Oh, so people can <laughs> play these cards in, in places where they can't play silver border cards. Oh, that's cool. So where can they play these cards? Not in places they could play, they could not play silver border cards. Yeah, which is exactly the same what? as before, when someone said, can I play my uncards in my commander deck, please? And everyone goes, sure. Yeah, it's exactly the same. People could always play silver border cards in Commander if they asked people first. Yeah, and you weren't playing with weird old bastards who just were like, no, you can't. I'm playing with an official list of this casual format. <sighs> Why well, they've just created a problem that didn't need to be there? They fixed something that wasn't broken. I, I don't. don't understand. Yeah, that's it. I don't think they've created. I just. I don't know. I don't. I really don't understand this. Yeah, they've decided that this wasn't correct, so they've changed it when it was correct. Or yeah. Or at least functional. It was fine. It was good. It was it was the best way I could possibly think to do it. They're not magic cards. In the same way that like the gold border decks are not magic cards because they don't have yeah. like in the same way that the collector edition and international edition aren't magic cards because they're not magic cards. Yeah. Because they, they have something that differentiates them from magic cards. I don't know, like, you can, put, you can put, like, a Mystical Archive card in every pack, surely you can put a Black Border card in every Silver Border pack, like... You could put ten of them in there! Yeah. Why are we... It's so bizarre. This thing, like, people are going to look at Mystical Archives and be like, can I play this in my Commander deck? Because they need some magic. Because they look weird. <laughs> and the border's horrible. But... People are going to look at these and be like, no, I can obviously play this, it looks like a magic card. No, it's not a magic card, because it's slightly different on this little bit in the bottom that you don't look at. Whereas, like, Mystical Archives look bizarre. Because acorn cards can't be played in tournaments, we have more acorn latitude cards. to make the card that the casual player can enjoy. But then they can't play those cards anywhere. Like, <laughs> I'm going to change my Twitter name to Acorn Card Enjoyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. Thank you. That's... God. Whoever's in charge of this decision, I don't hate you, but why... Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you want to go off about why specifically it's an acorn in the space set? Yeah, even that. I mean, <laughs> sure, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it's an acorn because because in the past squirrels featured very heavily in unsets. Um, but yeah, you know, we we, we saw we saw the the basic lands from unsanctioned with with squirrels in them, and that's definitely been a thing. But like. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen any. We've seen some cards from this set so far. We've seen a lot of sort of splash artwork. I have not seen a single squirrel yet. Yet here's the acorn symbol. 
we saw a lot of squirrels in Modern Horizons too. Like that's yeah. that's that's the squirrel set that broke pauper. Like we. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. Like, why why does acorn mean not legal? Because acorns. <laughs> like mean squirrel, right? And I get that. Yeah. Squirrels have been a silver border thing. So you're going on about this whole thing of, uh, oh, we noticed that the black border set was very, very similar to what was going to be our silver border set. So we wanted to make these cards black border because they might as well be black border. I'm like, well, then why do you keep doing squirrels in unsets? Because there have been squirrels since Odyssey. Yeah. Squirrels have been black bordered since <laughs> unsets have existed. And you've leaned into it and you've done even more of them and printed loads of them in Modern Horizons 2, which came out, like, I don't know, last week or two years ago. I can't remember. Why. Why do we have to differentiate? Oh, this this dice rolling is too similar to our dice rolling. Well, your squirrels are too similar to our squirrels. What are you talking about? None of this yeah, means anything. I, I, I can play... Oh, I'm going to play my my uh, Chatterfang commander deck. Oh, no, I can't put this acorn card in it. strange. What? Now I just don't think I, I understand. Oh, I, 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 put, I could put acorn counters on my chitter spitter, but I can't put this acorn card in my deck. Yeah, because it's got a picture of an acorn on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've now taught myself out of understanding any of this, and this whole thing is just bizarre. Yeah, which, I, I, I mean, sure, okay, maybe that's the joke. Maybe that's the joke, and it's one big meta joke that it's it's an unset, it doesn't make any sense. What's the most Jay. ridiculous Jay. unthing we can do? Like, Jay, you know, you know how it comes out on April Fool's Day. Yeah, yeah. What if we open the packs and they're all silver boarded? Oh, I would love that. I would love that, that so would much. Be please, so good. please. <laughs> and it just made this entire fucking podcast completely useless, and I would love that. Yeah, I mean, it's not April Fool's Day today, though, is it? Like, no, but maybe like on, on April first, they'd be like, "Ha ha, silver board all along, you fucking morons," and we'll yeah. and we'll clap and give them money, like the good consumers we are. Oh, I would, I would, would cry. I would actually cry with joy. It yeah. won't be though. No, it won't be. This is just this is a decision they've made. And, okay. Should we? Should we just? We've gone on for quite a long time, but should we just hit one more thing before we uh, before we go off here? Yeah, but I'm in I'm in the groove of just confused podcasting. So. To add to that confusion, uh-huh. so uh, there will be a launch party event for for Unfinity. Well, I don't know what it's called anymore. <laughs> <laughs> a launch party for Unfinity. Okay. For that, you will get a participation. Okay promo card and that is water gun balloon game it's a card we've seen before you've been uh, sanctioned yeah. here it is in black border uh, two mana artifact as it enters the game each player puts a pop counter on zero whenever a player casts a spell move that player's pop counter up one whenever a player's pop counter hits five that player creates a five five pink giant teddy bear counter token and resets all pop counters to zero mm-hmm. so this is a reprint of a silver bordered uncard this one does not have a have an acorn stamp. This one has a regular hollow foil stamp. So this is not legal in Legacy and Vintage and Commander. Right? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> because they just beefed it. <laughs> yeah. It should have an acorn on it. If only, if only we could just. There was just a way to prove that this entire system of, of differentiating between legal and non-legal cards was completely ridiculous. And if only that had been tweeted from a Wizards of the Coast Twitter account. <laughs> oh wait, it, that happened! And then someone had to check with Mark Rosewater whether this card was actually legal or not, and he said, "No, of course it's not. It should have an acorn." <laughs> we should all know because that makes complete sense. If this had just had a silver border, we would have avoided that. But no, this no, is, this card to... is not. Despite this not being an acorn card, despite this looking like an eternal card, this is in fact an acorn, even though no because acorns appear on this to... card anywhere. 
because we forgot to put the acorn stamp on this mock-up of the card because putting an acorn stamp to differentiate between types of cards is fucking bananas and shouldn't be a thing we should do we should just go the more silver bordered because that's really hard to mess up <laughs> what is happening <laughs> what are you doing wizards oh, this, why this, is this, this what set. you've done that's <laughs> yeah, just incredible oh, yeah. it's so funny I, maybe this is the whole thing this is the whole joke and I've genuinely like whipped myself into, up into a frenzy about this nonsense which is ultimately inconsequential um and that's the whole. And Wizards of the Coast employees are just laughing at us all, and that's the whole joke. And we, we've been made to look fools. No, it's not. It's just that ah, it's a yeah. good thing to do, and it's 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 not. <laughs> you've, yeah, you've you're right. It. I think like, they've they've just beefed it on all fronts. Yeah, like, <laughs> like... <laughs> they've just beefed it, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's, that's fine. fine except it, it <laughs> very much isn't yep. yeah it, it actually upsets me for once like <laughs> great thank you I don't know man I'd say, I, Wizards I just got on board with your secret lair nonsense I bought the Stranger Things secret lair that has you know a TV show in Blackboard and Magic and I was fine but I'd made my piece with it and yeah I'd purchased the, the mischief one that has like gold leaf blood moons like yeah, yeah. And, and you've burned that bridge, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. All my good faith is gone. Yeah. Unless that's the joke, in which case, shame on me, I guess, but it, um, it can't wait, be. Wait, Joe, unless that's the joke. Un- yeah. Un- un- unbelievable. Un- get it? Yeah. I'm incredulous. <laughs> the unfathomable, I should call this the set unfathomable. It's uncredible. Yeah. It's unfucking believable. Yeah. <laughs> At least we've got our episode name. I, I knew that before we even started recording. Yeah. It'd be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like that. pretty yeah, funny. It'll be on something, definitely. Thanks, thanks for that, Wizards. Keeping that on. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> what a time. No what it a just time. doesn't make any sense. It do- no. All of it is so odd. Uh, I think after this, I'm just gonna I'm just going to start going off on Twitter after this thing. Just, just posting this. Oh, you can play water gun balloon game in your commander deck. <laughs> Hashtag Watsy <the> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they they can't stop. Tweet. They can't stop me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that about Hashtag Watsy stuff. That's not a th- you don't. They don't own that. That's not. A, that's not. It's no, it's not against the law to say that. that. Yeah. Anyone can put Hashtag Watsy stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to. It's just. <laughs> it's just going to be a disgusting meme from the year 2007 or something. You know the one I mean. I do you, not. You keep but... you keep referencing in conversation with me. Uh... The, the, the guy's butthole. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just post a picture of goatsy and write your hashtag what is stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are twelve years old. <laughs> oh wow. Oh oh. Somebody's gonna have to make a throwaway account. I think. <laughs> You have one, don't you? Uh, I, I guess I do there that I haven't tweeted from. Maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I can't do it now as incriminating evidence. But <laughs> Hey yeah, guys, it... ch- check out my new soul ring holder. Hashtag Vati Staff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like you, you can't tweet that because no, I'll, yeah, no. That, that, <sighs> I think that is actually a crime. But there are certainly things you could tweet. <laughs> Just sweet watch, watch your stuff with. But it'll come back to us, is the problem. 
Anyway, I think that's about time to end it this week. I my agree, my head's done in. I'm just done in. Oh. I need to lie down. Like, <laughs> I also agree. Come let us know how you feel about about this whole mess. Hit us up on social media. On Twitter, we are at HFT. We are at Watty Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, we are at HFDCast, at facebook.com slash HFDCast. Or if you've really enjoyed anything in this episode, like to give back in a monetary value, you can hit us up at Patreon. We are patreon.com slash Hour of Devastation, where tiers start from as little as $1 per month. It's roughly 20 25 cents per episode. This podcast is brought to you, for now, by manlink.com. <laughs> uh, you can use promo code HUFD5 to get 5% off your whole order, which will include Unfinity when it comes out, I guess. Fantastic. I'm sure to take advantage of that. You can find me on my own personal social media. On Twitter, I am at PeachGardenOaf. It's Oaf with an F. Facebook, Joe Loudon. I'm in pretty much all the magic groups. I'm sure you'll see me popping off about this. Also stream on Twitch. Every Friday night we do some magic. That is twitch.tv slash PeachGardenOaf. It's a fun time. Come hang out. You can find me on Twitter at Gene Sneeler. Nice. Uh, hey, hey, you said with conviction that time. Yeah, there you go. it's, just, it's just still nice to it, me. It's, 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 uh, I like it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll be tweeting about this, I guess. Actually, no, because I made my point. And my point was, why the fuck have you got rid of the silver bullets? That's absurd. <laughs> That's mainly my problem, and then we delved into it. Uh, I'll tweet about other stuff, I guess, maybe. Some of it is not incriminating. None of it will be tagged with hashtag Watsy stuff, I promise. <laughs> what a what a time. What a time to be alive. I guess I agree. Yeah. Twenty twenty two is gonna hold some fun fun times, right? Yeah, you know when I said at the top of the show that I was feeling well? Yeah. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> was being the, the yeah, keyword. No, I feel awful. And on that note, it's all we have time for this week. Once again, we're approaching the second hour. The God Fair has returned. So see you again next week on Arrow Devastation. <laughs>